Hello, this is On The Left Side, a very special transfer window edition, which means everything I'm about to say will probably be out of date by the time you hear it. Don't forget, listen to the very end of today's show, because I will tell you how you can give your football betting a kick up the rear this season. But for now, the clock is ticking! This Justin, we can confirm to you he is in a helicopter. I'm Jim and welcome to On The Left Side, your alternative football show. Now, pay attention because this could be a momentous few days in football history. After around three years of non-event snooze-enduring bore-fest transfer deadline days, we could actually be in for a belter this year. Despite Jim White's best attempts to convince us that Brazilian third division starlet no one's heard of him he owes move to Oldham is of great significance, the majority of deadline day deals seem to fizzle out of existence with the same levels of disappointment as a Crystal Palace fan realising they've hired the wrong De Boer. But this season there is more dirty dealings, backstabbings and downright drama than your average Game of Thrones season finale. All we need is Eddie Howe to emerge from the Emirates Stadium holding aloft the vanquished head of Arsene Wenger and you wouldn't be able to tell the two apart. So, to summarise, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain wants to go to Chelsea, Alexis Sanchez wants to go to City, City want Raheem Sterling to go to Arsenal, but I mean, no one really wants to do that, do they? Virgil van Dijk wants to go anywhere apart from back to the Southampton training ground, but seems keen on Liverpool, whilst Pip Coutinho couldn't think of anything worse and quite fancies a trip to Spain. Meanwhile, Ross Barkley is off to Tottenham, who will wait until 10.59 to sign the paperwork so they don't have to pay an extra penny in wages. And Diego Costa is quite happy sitting on a beach in Brazil and isn't really fast whether he's sold or not. Got it? There's a lot going on. So where do you start? Well, if in doubt, you start with Arsenal. After the Gunners were hammered by Liverpool last week, everyone was a bit upset. The players? We're sorry to the fans. It's not good enough. We have to do something about it. The fans... What the fuck is that? Arsene Wenger is finished. Finished. And even Gary Neville. Well, your reaction, Gary, I think, in the first half. Put them all on the transfer list. I can't think of any one of those players that actually, if they went on the transfer list, would end up at a better club. And currently, it looks like Wenger is taking just that advice with Alexis Sanchez, Oxlade Chamberpot, Ozil, Mustafi, Jack Wilshire and Callum Chambers, all potentially being shipped out before the transfer window shuts, leaving him with Dave, who does the accounts, and Ethel the Tea Lady as his exciting new midfield duo. Out of all of them, the Sanchez deal to City looks pretty much nailed on, with potentially Raheem Sterling reluctantly moving the other way. I feel sorry for Raheem. Only two years ago, he signed for the Manchester club in a deal worth £44 million. Now, just a short while later, he's being used as a make-weight in a £60 million player-plus-cash deal. The only thing that's fallen faster than Sterling's value in the last 12 months is, well, Sterling. That's a Brexit joke for you. But whilst Arsene Wenger, King of the North, London is watching his empire fall down around his ears. A man who once had a beard that would look right at home on Game of Thrones is displaying his usual brutality in front of the cameras. In fact, I reckon Roy Keane easily has the kind of personality that would do very well sitting on top of the Iron Throne. That was a threat. See the difference? 
Anyway, the loopy Irishman has been at it again when he was plonked down in front of the TV cameras for the international break. This time, he was going to have a go at not another player, but at an entire transfer market that is almost as insane as he is. It is mind-boggling the figures that are about for players now. Play with some great players there, yeah. the Van Nistelrooy's there. Rude would certainly be worth now the market now, probably a billion. David Beckham. Billion. Giggsy. Two billion. What about the likes of Scholes and Neville and Dennis Irwin, Roy? What about for them? A million? A billion zillion? A million trillion billion zillion? This is the perfect reason why Roy Keane is no longer in charge of any transfer budgets. But should we expect anything less from the man who once spent £2 million on Tamas Priskin? And no, I can't really remember him either. Maybe Roy Keane is the man in charge of Barcelona's player valuations right now as they continue in their quest to sign Liverpool midfielder Philip Coutinho. The Spanish giants are still very keen on bringing the Brazilian to Camp Nou and although they've stopped just short of sending flowers and chocolates to Anfield, they've certainly waved a lovely fistful of euros in his direction, a volume of money that the mere thought of lifting has sent Coutinho's back into spasm, which has, according to manager Jurgen Klopp, left him unable to even train with his current teammates. Still not available, not in training so far, so nothing new, no news. All of which I expect means that Klopp will be slightly surprised that Little Pip looks pretty sprightly whilst on international duty with Brazil. I would suggest that maybe the team doctor was a miracle worker like Jesus, but as Jesus is a pretty common name in Brazil, maybe it wouldn't be that surprising. In fact, the Brazilian team quack is a fella called Rodrigo Lasmar. He's a good mate of Phil's and a man who knows exactly what is wrong with the Barca-bound midfielder. From a medical point of view, Philippe is in the perfect condition to play. The back problem was a matter of stress. It was something emotional. An emotional back. That's a new one on me. I can see a lot of footballers getting one of those over the next few seasons now. Maybe along with greedy knee, hypocritical hamstring and after more money arse. <coughs> Actually, if emotional stress can really cause back problems, it should be taken seriously. And I worry for West Ham's new goalkeeper, Joe Hart. Not only has he got the extreme stress of playing behind the Hammers back four to deal with, but with the amount he has to bend down to pick the ball out of the net recently, his spinal cord must be in absolute pieces by now. That's your lot. Thank you for listening. Come back again soon. There are new episodes of this podcast available every Monday and every Thursday via Audioboom, iTunes and however you listen to podcasts. Why not subscribe now and save yourself the effort of checking back when there's a new episode. Plus, if you have five minutes and fancy a bit of a footy flutter, head over to footytipsters.co.uk. They have top daily football tips that will help you spot the good odds and the safe bets. So go and check out what they do. Whilst you're there, you can use the code OTLS25 at checkout, which means you can try a month's membership for £7.50. Now, I was trying to think of something here that costs £7.50 to compare it to, but the truth is, you can't really buy anything for £7.50 nowadays, so what have you got to lose? Although, that is more like £750 billion trillion in Roy Keane's money. I will see you back here for the next show, or over on Twitter, at On The Left Side, if you want to check us out there. And until that moment, my love, goodbye. Miss you. Love you. Bye. Bye. On the Left Side was written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio.